0: warning explicit content listener discretion is advised hey what's up everybody welcome back to the podcast this is the first ever edition of the sauna experiment science cold showers um, some of the port city crew it's possible that there's health benefits related to the sauna and the cold showers but i'm not 100 percent sure um, at a bare minimum, some good old-fashioned self-inflicted adversity. Uh, maybe that makes you feel and appreciate everything a little bit, and you're better in your life. This one was recorded on a Sunday morning. Um, we grappled for a while, hit the sauna, hit the shower. And I think we went back in the sauna after that one. Um, this is a lot of introspection. It's like a sweat lodge. Um all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't even remember it. It's 195 degrees in the in the sauna confessional. Um, but I'm lucky to be surrounded by such an awesome group of humans. Um, group of people that's, that's all working together to try to make each other better. So, welcome to the sauna. As always, this episode is brought to you by Port City Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. If you want to come hit the sauna... Um, come visit us in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. You got to grapple first though. Um, but everybody's welcome. We'd love to have you. So check us out, portcitybjj.com. Also brought to you by Tortuga Soap, the one and only world famous Tortuga Soap Company. All the things you need to make you smell good, look good, feel good. If you enter the discount code podcast, you get 20% off, um, Shout out to the Riddler for putting this thing together. Shout out to everybody, everybody that was a part of this thing. Um, Hope everybody out there is doing all right. Really appreciate all the support. Peace.
1: right
2: by the bridge right yeah, yeah. so this is yeah, literally this, this is literally the R- perfect R- scenario Why? it couldn't get more perfect because the riddler has joined us for the first ever edition of the great northeast bjj podcast Sauna confessionals this is a uh, bad fear <laughs> um harvard not down there. I don't think it is it's down It's like hundred. No. I, mean, I don't know. It's 80
1: degrees down there. Yeah, it's that's cool down, yeah. I think if the phone can survive it, then that'll be fine. Right. Well, either way we're gonna find out. But. No, I'm yeah, literally yeah, just talking about the phones. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I've I'll keep these in here for an hour. Yeah. I've done it. We're boldly here.
2: going or no
1: man. You you're you're doing on your phone No, I get the recorder right there.
3: Oh the recorder. Oh,
1: yeah. Didn't see yeah it Yeah, it's not so
2: no, it's down low. Yes. Um <clears throat> What are your major concerns about this sun expedition right now, Riddler? Not used to it. You guys are used to it. I'm not. The cold shower after. Yes. Uh, this is where not heart- all the bro science happens. By the way. Yeah, I'm not
3: legitimately afraid of a heart attack, but I've been. Mean, Super stressed, like super stressed, the most stressed in
1: like the last five or six years for the last week and a half. So So if you're physically sound for this, then this is probably one of the better things you can do for easing your stress. Is that what you mean by bro science? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen. Because <laughs> if I'll, we're
3: recording, I'll start,
1: I may not keep quiet. <laughs> I'll, start, I'll start talking to endocrine system if that's what you need. To, and you to know to this from what sources? Uh... Tons of research, dude. Like what? Uh, the big ones would be like Ron, Ron Patrick, Roger Longo. Ron um, Patrick. I like. Satchin Panda, people like that. Yeah. Guys, people that are kind of like the tip of the spear, so to speak, when it comes to heat and cryotherapy. Okay. I've been on a real kick recently, too, so it's a little fresh in my mind. He's a Spartan racer. That that would be my primary... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What you write on your gravestone? Your credential. Your credential, thank you, yes. Yeah. Spartan <laughs> racer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: So for those listening, we're in the we're deep in the bowels of an abandoned building,
3: <laughs> also known as Port City BJ. But it's not Band. abandoned because the no. club is in it, so obviously it's not abandoned. But it's everybody else. Otherwise. Abandoned. Everybody else
2: has left us, and we are now our new routine is train, sauna, cold shower.
1: Okay. Uh, and sometimes sauna, cold shower, sauna show yeah i used yesterday. to do that like 10 years ago
3: I used to do that.
1: that's what the siberians do to keep their kids fucking strong man so <laughs> the flam and i yesterday <laughs> Did Ron Patrick say that <laughs> no i am not kidding no, he, not is kidding. that why they're strong it's not genes. Uh, or... well it, it really <laughs> helps to like deep de pussify people, you know I don't what I mean? know what
3: that means, but yeah. You mean make them handle- make them Wait a minute, wait a minute. All right. pretend uh, that you don't know what that means. De-pussify. De-pussify. Yeah. I'm one of those people that does, that does believe that you can totally teach heart. So if that's what you
1: mean, yeah. Uh, speaking by giving point, them, giving them, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, we adversity were, at the we beginning. We were talking about Sure, that. yes. So, you know, steel sharpens steel. Why? So to speak. So you are of
4: the opinion that you can teach heart. Oh absolutely. You don't think it's an innate ability? Yeah, like, I'm an know. example of it.
3: How so? Yeah. I was a very different person than the first part of my life. I was terrified of everybody. My dad was terrified of everybody. So I grew up like being like, I can't have any conflict at all. I would just run away. I was bullied and all that shit. And then uh yeah, I met somebody who uh, who taught the guy the first guy who taught judo was like don't worry about it. Just keep coming. And then a little after time, a little after time, a little time, he would throw something new in, throw something new in. Mm. And then uh, I was just telling George, we were just doing a we were talking about throws and why you learn to break fall, because let's be straightforward. In jujitsu, fuck nobody knows how to fall. They know how to fall from like a double, yeah, maybe roll out of something. But if somebody whips, if, if Travis Stevens whips a tie, a on you. Not you in particular, Chris. but well, yeah, most, I pull guard on him so hard. The bottom line is that he, you're, you're, your head's going to hit the ground really hard. Because nobody knows how to fall. And so we were just talking about falling here. We kind of know how to fall, George and I, from like 20 years ago. From doing it for however many years, 15 years. But, yeah, one day uh, the guy just came in and we had really, really tough judo guy. Uh, at the at the club, who's like maybe George's height weighs like 270. And he had a vicious Taitoshi. And I remember that this is like a year and a half in, and the, the the big guy, the guy who I'm talking about, says, oh, you big, he's ready. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready. And he's like, yeah, he's ready. And just crash padded me a hundred times in a row. Oh, crash pad, though. Dude, if you're, if you're asking to feel what it's like, when we get a okay. crash pad, oh. I will be happy to do it. Yeah. I'm not doing it to you on those things upstairs. Yeah. You have no idea, dude. This stuff is like through the floor. We used to call it basketball. I mean, the question would be, how many times could you get the guy to bounce? On the crash pad. On the regular, because we would also oh. throw on regular. That, the crash pad is how you learn how to get Sure, hard. right. But, but yeah, when you're coming to the crash pad, you're going pad, bam 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 bam. You definitely know? preferable to getting tossed on. Yeah, that's how how you learn. And so ready, this this is all a long story in order to tell you, yeah, if you mean putting people in front of adversity, meaning the Siberians line their children up and go sauna, ice, sauna, ice, then I guess, yes. I would, would I would be, I just don't like the word de I think everybody's tough. They just don't
1: understand how much, how much pain they can handle. I would be inclined to, to agree with you for the most part, like heart, like if you we're talking about heart, like, or the ability to persevere or whatever, that's not like there's not a physical thing in your body that determines whether or not you're able to do that. So, like, for example, I'm never going to, like, deadlift 800 pounds because, like, my body physically can't do it. You know what I mean? But in terms of mental perseverance, that is something that you can, I think, to some degree, learn. I think a lot of people, when they say, oh, you kids are all pussies. First, they're fucking wrong. But number two,
3: I think that's like me looking at you going, yeah, if you can't lift 800, it's because you're a fucking pussy. All right, all like, right. No is- like, nomenclature aside. No, no what I'm saying I agree with you. It's like you're not going to lift 800 because you don't have the genes. A lot of guys who are afraid of shit will then blame you for the fact that you don't have those genes. And I think that's what, what happens with uh, martial arts. I hate the idea of having somebody come into a class and then you test them and see if they're tough because if they're not tough, they shouldn't be here. Fuck that. That's the opposite for me of why martial arts exists. And I'm an example of it. It's because the guy was like, eh, don't train with those guys for now. Let's hang out over here. We'll do this. And then after a while, it worked out real well. I may or may not have won a couple of medals. So, have you done a Spartan? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, <laughs> not really. right when they came That's out, I kind of wanted to, but I've had problems with these forever, and I decided that I didn't want to risk making that worse in the training. The actual race looks like fun as hell. It is super fun. But the,
1: I mean, you know me, I'm not going to show up and fucking do a race. I'm going to like train and the training's going to fuck me up. Oh, on that note, side note, we have until midnight tonight to get 35% off of any Spartan race. I had, I had actually brought that up. Wait, why would you go to a Spartan again? Why don't you go to like a
3: what would you me to help me out? Bullfrog or, you know, because, uh, you know, L- L- lazy daisy or whatever. I like the way Spartan runs. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what they're, they're are.
2: They run a, a good organ. A good, because so good me event. and Bob and, and Tim hatched a plan one day in the sauna a while ago. I can't remember why.
3: Isn't this coming out after the
2: Spartan? This podcast? will be after, right. This
3: right, will, so, right. but I don't know how, where that one's going to oh, go right, or go who yeah. the hell
2: knows. Yeah. But yeah. so we, we, and we did, we, um, so we, we talked about it in here, and we said it and there was like six of us that were going to do it. Three of us did it, um, and it was awesome, like super fun. But we were like, let's
3: just go do it for fun. Was your, Nobody, first, was your first one? I had done one s- five or six years ago. Uh, so you guys broke this down in the last podcast, right? We like, did like so. If you really wanted to get the details, you go back. You Gotta go find the other podcast. We yeah, did, it'll, right. be the, it'll be the episode before this, right? One, which means it'll be right inside your podcast application. You just go uh, back one. But I want to hear just in general. Oh, it was good. Right. So me and me and
2: Eddie Van White Belt <clears> talked <throat> on the way down. Nice. And then like and then the three of us did a little post race breakdown. But we did it for fun, you know. We hatched this thing in, we decided we we're going to do it for fun, just to do it. No training. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs>
3: stay together. T-1000, did you do it for fun? We did, man. We all stayed for fun. Yeah, we ran <laughs> together, we right. stopped and took right. pictures. So, and so we Tim went. ran backwards
1: is what you're saying. <laughs> no, dude, listen, there, there was a point where the, where the voice, the prevailing voice in my head was, fuck George, he is not getting ahead of me. <laughs> but, so there was a point I was chasing George. How about this one? I
3: have a question. And this is just me being a douche because it's fun to do on the podcast. When you're in these Spartan races, you can probably lift you know, a couple hundred pounds and George at the same time, right? And George cannot lift George.
1: So therefore when you guys get to that part where you're supposed to lift something up and carry it up the fucking stands or whatever, does he give you a heavier one? Uh, there's, there's two, there's uh, males and females. So no, so all the guys get all the same weight. Yeah. The so same basically weight. all you guys are cheating by being strong.
3: Well, there's a
2: funny <laughs>
1: picture, there is a funny
2: picture oh, yeah, that yeah. just happened to be me and Tim in the same picture. And Tim is having the time of his life he's with the sandbag, smiling with the yeah. I'm in the back, bag. and like if you zoom in, my face is just like what?
1: The well, you're fuck carrying am the I same weight, yeah, and proportionally, yeah. Um, but joking. but conversely, George is a better runner than I am. So when we're traversing the standard for has, 20 minutes, he has to
3: take like 15 steps to make your five. <laughs> Tim did hold me
2: down for the thing where you got to pull the bag out. Yeah, there's a hoist. bag, bag weighed as much wait, as I Wait, wait, on everybody, back. hold on. I'm sorry. There's one more horse. time.
3: What, tell me what we're doing. It's called a hoist. A, a what? A hoist. 135 pound bag on a rope. Gotcha. You have to pull the rope. George, and how much did he weigh? He weighed right now,
2: 145.
3: Okay, so <laughs> 10, <that> day, <laughs> he only had to hold 10 pounds. He was 141 pounds, and basically, if right, that bag right. generated any momentum the other way, he was right. probably going to get pulled right up to the
2: pulley.
1: So Tim gave him a little, a little, little extra grab. He's so strong, he was strong, strong just enough to push, it, but it's he like, didn't like have the that. so. it's <laughs> Tim had to hold his. In belt. all fairness, though, I don't think that he needed it. Yeah. I just was like, well.
3: well, you would have had to catch him anyway.
1: <laughs> I would have done my very best. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he was there. Chris, was have the you case. done a, a Spartan race? I've never done a Spartan
3: race. But you, you were an endurance racer. I was an endurance. racer. Has race Chris done a
2: podcast? Chris
3: has been in the, in the shadows. Yeah, right? but he's never like, a, we were, no, no, we don't have to make it really? the Chris podcast we should do a podcast. We Chris. Sure. Chris should. You were a uh, cyclist, right? Uh, yeah. I was a cyclist. What was your, without getting too deep, we'll, we'll go deep another time. What was your event? Um,
4: I, so I preferred racing cross country mountain bikes, but I was, I switched over to primarily road. How long was your stage road racing? How long was your cross country mountain bike race in time? Oh, it would be like an hour and it, it could be anywhere between an hour and a half to two and a half hours, depending on. Great, so you'd be on the bike racing for two and a half hours. Yeah, road, road bike mm-hmm. races
1: would be how many? How, how many
3: hours? Hour? How many hours a week would you put into training for that? Twenty. So you were on the bike twenty, yeah. and then you would do two and a half to pay it off. I mean, like the final race was two and a half. Yeah, so it, it, yeah, appeared as
4: my training. So I would try a good a good training week would be would be like a 20 hour, a 20 hour week, but yeah. on race on race weekends you obviously dial that down. So Chris, my my job on the
3: podcast is just to be an asshole. So <laughs> George, are you always on a podcast? No, I'm almost <laughs> never on the podcast. That's why. So when it's on, it's good. So George, how many hours a week did you put into training for the Spartan race? Ah, uh, I mean I ran a couple times.
2: Um, <laughs> did did you I put in like 10 hours a week for jujitsu. That does not count. So, did for you war? Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it right? does. Yes, it does. It does. But, but there were
3: things that were easier in the Spartan right. after training jujitsu for a year. Than the are a serious part of it. Like your yeah, ability to yeah, hold yeah, on to ships. My grip yeah.
1: endurance was way better without doing anything. And jujitsu was great at training. teaching the don't quit attitude, which you need to do well in a Spartan race. Yeah. Right. I think you could also argue that that would be the corollary of the same. Yeah. Like
3: it you know was fun? Spark, like, Chris, after all that endurance racing, I'm sure when you started your you were like, Oh no, I'm getting tired. You're gonna be like, nah. Yeah, I'm it was gonna...
4: actually a problem when I first started. George probably remembers this a little bit. I when I started training, I couldn't get tired. Yeah. Okay. So I remember that, that sounds ridiculous. a well, you I didn't. started training before me. I literally either. couldn't get tired. And it was yeah. a problem because I would I didn't know what I was doing. I was a spazz five thousand. I'm just Yeah, like, when I came
1: along
3: long. when when I met you, you were a couple of blue bluebell and you that was one of the problems that me just being an older dude had with you which is it really didn't matter what I did yeah you would just continually move move way faster so the game had to be really different right off the top and I had you had better skill than me too and all that um now I used to beat the shit out of me but at least now I can like track your hands I can move to places where you're not getting (laughs) what you want but if you ramp it up and well, you just count down yeah. In like do- five minutes like I'm the doing, other five minutes. I'm doing jujitsu now, too, whereas yeah. before
4: I wasn't doing jujitsu. I was like getting a cardio workout while yeah. running around so, with people. Could
3: we argue <laughs> that all of these types of things can build, teach heart? Absolutely. I think
1: so. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Sneaky how no, he right. brought it back to that. Just, no, it's because no I, like. just just I know Chris is amazing.
3: Chris doesn't like it. Uh,
1: I, I We've don't had So we talked about this before.
4: I think there's, everyone has the ability to. Increase their level of heart. Then, then you and I agree. However, I think it's a very small subset of the population mm-hmm. who's going to do the work required to actually increase. I that, you out that does not I
1: bring you out of
3: ability. ability. Wait, and, and without interrupting everybody, you, you, I'm not even calling you out. I'm telling you, the evidence says otherwise. If you're saying just jujitsu, no, no, yeah, everything. Everything, everything, virtually every high school kid outside of the inner city, sort of big cities in here, all of them end up doing something sports-wise that ends up requiring some sort of endurance. Virtually everyone. I
2: mean, endurance is like harder. Yeah, that's
3: yeah. what I'm talking about hard. I'm talking about could play, playing football. How many kids who <laughs> sign up for football in fucking September think they're gonna be playing football in fucking January? None mm-hmm. of them do. Well, so so are, what are we
1: talking, talking we are we talking about? Yeah, we talking about endurance are we talking about heart? That's
3: what I'm saying. I only care about heart. Endurance, endurance sure. So Go I'm honest, gonna argue sure. That there's no bad dogs, there's only shitty coaches, and uh, I think that the massive number of coaches are, especially in the in the school system and the high school system, are being rewarded for wins, which means they don't want to teach heart. They want to get rid of everybody who doesn't already have heart. Yeah, right. and That supports your yeah, theory, but I true. think everybody had it when they were younger. I think that that's here's what I will argue
2: you though. I believe that in high if you're if it's high school sports varsity you should play to win. Oh
3: no no, 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 play no, questions. no,
2: question. No question. Intramural. No, this is not argument Other things like, yeah, let's get everybody playing, whatever. But yeah, as, but a, as not, varsity yeah, level, but no we're question. playing a sport to win and yeah. you should be trying to win. I
3: agree. I don't, what I'm saying is outside of the varsity level, right. there are very few people who are teaching. Oh, hard. for sure. There's, like there's, there's there a very few people
1: that, that can teach hard. Right. Because most is, of those coaches don't even have it. Yeah. Well, to be honest. Again, I think you're letting people off way too easy. I think,
3: Everybody knows how what it's like to look at somebody who's failing and say, "I don't want you on my team." It takes a different type of person. Everybody also knows what it's like to look at someone who's failing, and going, "You fail, I fail, and therefore I'm putting extra time in on you because my job isn't to win as a coach. My job is to make everybody good, and that's what a great coach. Does. That's, that's what I said. Yeah, like not, not, not everybody
1: can do that. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think you
3: could. I think a lot of people just think it's. Maybe a little easy. hard and they, they bail on it
1: too early instead of what? putting in the hard work? You no, know easy it <laughs> is
2: to train your fucking heart, dude. Or to find out, like, if you're willing to, go sign up for your local 5K. Or even mile race. And run it as hard as you possibly yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. If you can. Yep. You know what I mean? Because I you can... Don't care time. Yeah, just run it right. Forget the time. Jake. If you're... If you just run... Till you want to die, keep then go, and, look, and keep then, going.
3: Right, and look over at the, you know, at the forty-five-year-old soccer. Doesn't mom, it matter. No, who's beating the shit out of you? Doesn't matter. More yeah. Hard yeah. than you do. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I, matter. I, I, <laughs> that
2: doesn't speed. Doesn't equate to heart either. I, I know, I but how mean. did she
3: get there in the first place? Because it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Yeah, maybe. Uh, oh, I disagree. I think hard. erroneous on all counts. I think it can be uh, spread out over. Time. Wait, hundred percent. We're talk about, talking about no, right?
4: Trying to put up an experiment to see if you have in, if you have what it takes in you. To, to progress with the hard thing. Go for a run, go for a run up a mountain. Okay, wait, wait, go wait. Go for a five-day race. Total, let's just or if you've this.
2: never ran, go for a run a hundred yards and do yeah. it as hard as you can, so, right, because right.
4: that is a a thing. And when you give up, in,
3: in your head. Then what? Don't give up. Wait, 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 okay, right. You
1: need support. <sighs> no, you don't. What are you yes, about? you do. No way. Yes, you do. I know. No, that, you, no you don't. But okay, well, it, it does expand. Hold on. You, it expands the pool of people
2: that can do it. If you have support, you need support. You need someone to tell you, like what we're telling you right now. Like somebody, some maybe in your life, you've had negative people all around you your whole so life. Most. You need you someone know. that's like Riddler. You can fucking do this.
3: What happens? You is, can do it. Most of the people like I do you'd and that do think you need that in jujitsu were already tough guys. Already early. You don't find a lot of bullied people. You get a lot of people who are LEOs. There's a lot of people who come out of uh war situations. You get a lot of military. You got people who wish they were in that. Tom, there's some, there's some soft stuff. people that come trained though. I didn't say they were
1: soft. I'm saying no, you're, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you're too right. hard on yourself. Bob's not soft. Um, Bob's the most disciplined person. So that's saying know. that's okay. hold on, hold on, hold hard. On.
3: So what I'm getting at is you're looking at a funny... Talent pool, if you're just looking at the people that are coming to jiu-jitsu. No, we're not. I don't think most jiu-jitsu clubs are set up to welcome someone who has no idea what it would be like. Do you know how many people know about this club? hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people every week find out about this club from all the people that talk about it in the club because we all know that jujitsu is worse than crossfit in terms of talking about it so the bottom line (laughs) is that all those people are going to say i am never going to show and show it's scary as shit i would get killed i need to go get in shape all the shit you've heard a million times and so those people never show up so they're not in the sample pool i don't Yeah, that doesn't address... Because most places have a bulldog on the front of their uh, logo and say, get out of here. Tough guys here, you know? And so... so I'm not saying that that any club should... I mean, every club should be what they want to do. If you want to have a comp club, go have a competition club. If you want to play bulldogs, that's cool. But I'm saying I, I like it that our club will bring in someone who's super weak, super nerdy, someone who just heard something on the podcast and goes... I'm working up every bit of courage well, sure. to come in. And you know what happens if I see one of those guys, I'm going to be like, hey, let's roll. Right. So that happens every week, and to save Friday them, night. To how save many, them how many from all the other savages how many, of those dudes,
4: how many of those dudes do you see again?
3: Or how many of those dudes, how many of those dudes sign of, up in air quotes? How many, and many of those for a month dudes and a half, come in and end up rolling with one of the guys here who is not sensitive to that? All of them. And that's tough. I'm not putting on the guys.
1: It's not your responsibility. That's a that's a club responsibility. So are we not the, right there experiencing a test of somebody's heart? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly we are.
3: And so why are we not teaching
1: it? Two sides. Two mm-hmm it's a test of somebody's heart but if somebody shows up and gets
2: demoralized five times in a row they're not going to show up the no. sixth time and, and, and you should argue up. that having to stay you no need heart. to
1: get demoralized sometimes that's part of the process it does, but it, if they it, get inspired
2: is, five times and demoralized,
1: it isn't a good yeah. argument that, that means that they don't heart, have heart but I don't I'm not saying that that means they still can't okay how about it.
3: this ready we've done this before on the podcast yes. so many times not this argument we come to this we end up talking about definitions you were saying the word demoralized I'm telling you the day I walked into the judo club. twenty did I say 20th, no, I we're all um, using those words. They might get demoralized because of this. Somebody gets demoralized. There are levels. When I walked into the judo club, the number one enemy in my head was me. And so all you need to do was give me an excuse to leave, and I'm going to leave. Now I'm not saying it is a coach's responsibility to save me. But I'm saying that coach chose to do it. And I choose to do it too. That's all. I'm not. I, I think we're asking a great choice. But the yeah. demoral, like you getting demoralized, Tim, you know, after all the competition you did and coming in, and if I come in and I fucking sit on your head and you're like, "What the hell is this 55 year old dude sitting on my head for?" That's demoralizing. It's different than it took every bit of courage for me to even go, and the second I leave, I'm gonna have my mom on the phone texting me, going, "This was a stupid idea. I had no idea." You're like, "Mom, I'm 30." You're like. I am your mother and I will tell you what to do. You know, we know people who come without causing trouble here from other clubs who have shown up and leaving the club will take a picture and will get calls from their club being like, what the fuck are you training over there? Demoralization has a lot of levels, man. And so I think when I say teach hard, I think you just look at someone going, you do have the genes to lift. You may not be able to lift 800 bucks. I mean, 800 pounds, but... If you can find someone to support you, it's shocking. Isn't it cool? You've been, we've had a couple of young yeah, people. But I'm sure, I'm when sure. they make the joke, we make that joke. We'll wait, wait, wait. And then sometime I'll be rolling a little or whatever. And you'll go, don't accept. Don't accept. Right? And you can see this switch going off in their head going, what if I don't accept? And then like, they're never the same. Right? They're like, boom, done. <laughs> Love that. So this is, this is what I learned at the Spartan Race.
1: I'm sorry, right. we're ganging up on you, Chris. I'm, no, we're not ganging I'm, up on oh, I'm totally not sorry. sorry I don't have like up I, 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 I fall on both sides of this right. argument. Like yes. I can see both
2: both sides. The, the the Spartan race was super fun, right? But afterwards, I was like, "Who the fuck is this Joe DeCena guy, right?" And through other things, who the guy who made this race? Who to me at first seemed like kind of a douchebag, but then like I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm gonna like listen to this guy's. Book Because I I was listening to an audio book by Jesse Itzler, who I got turned on to by David Goggins. And then Jesse Itzler wrote a book called Living with Monks. And he leaves the monks to go do a podcast with this dude, Joe DeSena. And I happened to be right at that part when fucking we did The Spartan. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to this guy's book. That's really what he, he give. He wrote these two books or whatever, I feel like, to give you... The blueprint to live like a way for you to build your heart, right? For you to make, because to be fucking honest, this is uh, the thought I had. I got a black belt in April, and like I look back on me a year ago, and I was soft. As, it was one of the worst periods of my life. You were soft? And it was because I'm soft, dude. I, I can do jujitsu. But you can do jujitsu and still be soft. I think. Again, we're talking about In definitions. Life. Like that's a weird. In my I
4: definition. I don't. Yeah, your
3: definition, which is different. Yeah, you can be great at
4: jujitsu, but show up
2: half hour late, go home,
3: not not do your laundry. <laughs> yeah. You be but, a, uh, piece outside, a piece of
2: shit
4: outside. Piece of shit outside.
3: You want to. You, you live. also may fight through an eight minute roll with a monster right. who's just killing you the whole time, and that's sort of the opposite of soft. So I'm looking at this book this guy wrote, and
2: he's taking this shit from like. All these other places. And basically, it's just like a little a little blueprint that if you wanted to, if you just got your black belt and you thought you were soft, you could look at his book and be like, oh, this is how you get fucking have honor. So it gives you a be framework. Friter. A framework of living, not training. Because, man, I can train jujitsu at this point. Like, I feel like I, I got an idea of how to train jujitsu to, to get better at jujitsu. But like, and I can use it in life, but... This guy gives you like this thing. I feel like if you want, if you were like living and you wanted to be, um, if you wanted, if you were a couch potato and wanted to fucking start doing something, I feel like this dude gives you the way to do it. Like he tells you how to do it. Yep. And he tells you, if you're me, how to do it. Like get him a little further. And it's through like delayed gratification and Making adversity for yourself, right? So no matter what level you're at, you just make more adversity for yourself. And we had been doing that in here by ourselves a little bit with training and then with hot sauna, cold shower on our own, etc. cetera. And I was sort of trying to figure these things out on my own, right? Like with eating, running, I'm like what running, dude, I ran that oh 5k and I, I, the 2.5 miles in, I was like, fuck, I'm going to die. And I was like listening to David Goggins and I was like, I am not fucking quitting now. Really and I ran, and that was 3.1 miles. I found out what was in my soul. Mm-hmm. It was 2.5 at eight and a half pace or whatever. But I mean yeah. So um, I also found out through eating, hanging out with Eddie Van Whitebelt here, also known as Bob Beale, who's a disciplined motherfucker. I started eating clean. The disciplined motherfucker. The pulse, here. Right? But I started eating clean. And then one day I went to La Festa in Dover, who has the greatest pizza. The best. I had I two pieces of pizza after, you know, for, for years I've eaten pizza three times a week, every week. And then I had no pizza for like three weeks or something. I had two pieces of pizza at La Festa. It was the greatest pizza I've ever had in my entire fucking life. And I was like, Whoa. Like if I don't eat pizza all the time, then I eat it. It's amazing. Well that's a hell
3: of a conclusion to come from. Cause another person might have said, Oh shit, I'm going back to pizza because it's delicious. I know. But I think Eddie Van Whitebelt is subconsciously told me like So you know everybody who listens to the podcast knows I'm gonna swoop in. So mm-hmm. you got some really fucking great support from Itzler, Goggin. You gotta have support. Wait I, and, I, and the and, community. And Bob and all the guys you train with and all that. I love the way you said I'm trying to Solved this on my own, but you really weren't. You reached out. and you gotta, I, think that I went
2: to counseling. is Okay, well,
3: we don't have to talk about that. We should. It's <sighs> important. Listen, listen. It was a big thing. Before it's we go down that road, let's just, for me, I'll pull it together. You guys say what you want. I'll shut up. The secret is to reach out to other people. The secret 100%. is to reach out to other people. 100%. The yeah, secret, everybody, sure. I don't believe anybody in this room has heart using your argument. I think you all think you do, but you just said you can easily push yourself to the point where you have to find out if you have heart again. You always do. I'm gonna argue that I'm gonna argue that, that kid right. in high school who's never picked it up to a trot, who's way out of shape, probably wearing some weird goth shit or whatever, and is getting beat up by some other kid, has just as much heart going back to school. Going and dealing uh, with it. No, it has the potential for doesn't
2: have. even it, it, if he keeps
3: showing up, just when he's hard, hard that's that's, that's, that's the potential part. That's it's the potential just part. what. So hard is only expressed through athletics. No. no then, no. Uh, then, how is this not hard? I'm not saying that it's not heart, but you, you're, you're saying, I'm saying sorry, that- i sorry, it sounds that, like you're saying that's the potential bearing up, but it's not No, heart. I'm saying it your is example heart. is the
1: potential. There, I don't think that everybody innately has heart. Everybody has the potential to have heart. Yeah. Okay. And like across that gradient of having no heart to becoming heart, all of us are can. gonna make the argument at where they attain yeah. air quotes heart. We're but gonna agree, we're gonna agree. I think this is why I anteed up, because we do the podcast all the time.
3: I anteed up with the 800. You wanna pause that thing? get some shower. It back on. Uh, this is why I ended up with the 800 pounds thing because not everybody can lift the weight. Yes. And their version of hearts different. Are we pausing? Yeah, see the pause. All
4: right. It's a shower. Let's pause. It's all right. Halfway through the rhythm. We're talking about everything around the. We're summer. back.
3: We've been
2: in the shower. We've been in the. We don't have heat in this spill. Well, we got heat now. We don't have hot water. We've been in the freezing cold sauna. It's good. It good. I'm back. I, I was in the spirit world at the end of that for a few minutes. But then it's like getting hit with the Narcan and I'm back to life. And uh, but the key, so this is what the key riddler, really, he's not in here. Yeah, right? I tell you, the key is the community. And we gotta build. I've always felt like I learned from Brad Wilson. We gotta build this. He's about building community and I didn't understand it. Maybe I understood it better as we've gone along and met people. Now I understand reading this, because the Spartan dude talks about community too, but he like defines it and how to build it, and I was like, oh man, I learned a lot about trying to build a community in jujitsu maybe, and so like, we have a great community, I feel like, but I want to make it better, and I but it, to build a community, you gotta you gotta put work into it, right? Which maybe I thought it just kind of happened organically, but. T- I'm talking. I'm going on monologue here. Building the community, because you have gotta like. I this is the Spartan guy talking about this thing, and I and I was, was like, a, oh, his, uh, in his Skitzler? Joe Joe DeSena. Joe Desena, Joe Desena, Joe Desena talks about like that. The most important part is building the community, right? And but I think I, we've always kind of talked about community, and I think I just thought it happened organically. You got to really
3: work. work at building the community. Are you talking about, a, does it have to be athletics? Can this no. be? No, oh, absolutely. Can this be, be, you know, fucking course. everybody old, people getting to, get her to knit? Dude, to it knit could be board. It could, it doesn't have to be athletic. It does right. not
4: have to be athletics. Here's the other side of that coin though. So the community, you got some positive people that inspire you. You have the opposite types of people. Yeah. Who drag you down, yeah, absolutely. who are, are, you, mm-hmm. you recognize these people when you're around they are super negative. They always find reasons why you can't do something. You got to get rid of those people. Do you, you, gotta, you, do gotta, you gotta think get, that
3: you shouldn't have in the community? I'm not arguing no,
4: that. You have to recognize the quality of the people that surround you and get rid of the people that hold you back. In your own life. Yeah, in your own life and seek out the people who fill you with inspiration motivation and energy. I couldn't agree with you more.
3: I think that's the other problem with coming from a little uh, pussy background, um, is that people feel very self-righteous in telling you that you're a pussy. I think one of the worst things you can look at a bullied kid at, and you see it all the time in the jiu-jitsu community. It's great. You see it with like fucking Rogan and these guys. I love Rogan, but he's totally wrong on this one. He goes, you know, that's what you just need to get them into martial arts and they'll, they'll toughen up. And you're like, "Mm." the problem is you're leaving out all the sample set of the people that didn't do that. Stay bullied, and then kill themselves or ended up turning into assholes or ended up being terrible you know, people. And I think the point of that is that if you can surround yourself with anybody to start with and then two, to bring in somebody positive, somebody who's willing to just see you for who you are, no matter what, that's what I love about Jiu Jitsu. We have people in here that I don't think I can have a conversation with because of their
1: political view, um, which I've been friends with for, Many, many years. Well you're saying you can't have a conversation with them period or about politics? Because I have two choices. Well no, about Oh yeah. I'm sorry, no but about Well these are people that'll turn it into a discussion about politics. Well so hold on, hold on. Simple question. You can't have a conversation with them period or about politics. Uh, I can certainly have a conversation about jujitsu. Is that what you mean? No, I just mean anything. Like if so, I like that kind of like that. I, I hate that because I think that's in large part, and I'm not saying this about you specifically. No, I get it. in large part, like a problem with all the shit that like with air quotes society today because. People are like, all right, you believe this, so because you believe this one thing, I'm going to then predetermine that I can't relate with you on anything. Yeah, like and you're... you're I, I, yeah. I disagree with you I, I understand what you're
3: saying. Again, we're going to end up talking about definitions. I work with people from all over the world every day. Um, that's just where I'm at. And I know a lot of people, especially up here in New Hampshire, who are super fucking racist and they have no idea. They're not openly, meanly racist. They don't do racist things or they don't hate
1: blacks or Muslims or whatever and like what, that. And how are they racist? But th- the things that they do
3: on a regular basis are so fucking offensive to my Muslim friends that- Like, well, I'm just, I'm not trying to challenge them. It's hard, really hard to ask I'll, I'll give you an example of someone who I, who I um, is not a Jewish person who you don't know. All right, so I have a friend who is not that. Sure. i really a good friend. Uh, your typical, uh, you know, sort of, um, how to describe it? Like, uh, hipster, giant uh, giant truck with, like, fucking gun racks. Super New Hampshire, what people think. Long beard. Uh, tactical everything. By the way, I have some friends in Jiu-Jitsu who are like this. I'm not fucking talking about you. I'm talking about someone else, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. But this guy's got, like, a bumper sticker on the back, which is, like... You know, my AK forty seven is black as night. You know.
1: So the guy says and does some douchey things. We're getting off track here. No, right? what I'm saying is, he, like, you like you I have a friend. If I'm lo- say if, say if, I guys, if I go to this
3: guy's, if I go to this store, there's no way I can go there with my Muslim friend. Why? I because he's got a fucking. They're selling John Wayne magazines right next to the. So
1: what? That's not racist. That's not. I don't. I don't look at that as his problem. I, I, if your Muslim friend doesn't want to go in there, that's more his problem than. Yeah, that's kind of the end of the conversation. Right? How, dude? How? Because you never blame
3: someone for someone else being asshole.
2: So the cool part, though, but, so but, that's what I don't really want to talk about. Feels and shit. Yeah. I want to talk like the cool part is we all can train. Riddler is saying like we yeah, all these you, different right. walks of life <laughs> this can come matter. in. Right, doctor, lawyer, fucking. Muslim, Racist. Uh, redneck, <laughs> yeah. Muslim, whatever. We're all on the mat. Yeah. And the beauty of it is we all respect the tap, like whether or not whatever, everybody respects at least on some level. And if you don't, you leave quick. So yeah, I, the, I've this whole
3: never experience. This all right? started because I don't want to get these people out of my community. What I'm saying is all I'd rather right. have these people in the community and have community on a different level, which I think we can agree on. Absolutely. And that's kind of the point, because if not, it makes it all even worse. So this is a great place for everybody to sort of come together to see that to see that there's a humanity behind all this. Because
2: things. there's people that feel the same way like about I, me. I have had people send me <laughs> like messages yeah. and, I, and they were like I yeah, think what? I'm ruining the country. I right? really appreciate the I fact that, that I know and I don't I mean I probably talk I don't talk politics on the mat but I'm no, sure no, some no. of it might you know you know how I'm I'm more like yeah whatever you know but people have sent a message to me like hey man I really want you to know that I appreciate the fact that you and I are so fucking different politically wise. Absolutely. And I don't ever yep. call, you know, because I, I don't give a shit. Like you're entitled to fucking do that. I'm not going to tell you how to fucking be.
3: Well, it's yeah. I'm but a it, black belt
2: in jujitsu. Yeah. But like if, if
3: somebody comes in, we've had a couple of things where at, like I'm super straight. I've been married the whole thing. I have a bunch of gay friends. If the gay jokes get too heavy, I'd be like, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'll, I will. Maybe I shouldn't. But I'll draw a line. Somebody comes in with the racist shit, at some point I'm gonna be like, guys, can we not talk about this here?
2: Yeah, I mean but that I
3: hopefully that would never happen. Can we bring it back to respecting
4: the tap for a second? Oh yeah. I feel like there are some times where I don't respect the tap. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh
4: like
3: there are attacking. Can we do a little can we do can we can we do a little poll? How many people think Chris are you talking about when you're attacking or when you're when you have to tap? When yeah, you're attacking? Yeah, when I'm attacking. Great. How many people here also agree that Chris sometimes doesn't always respect the tap? Me. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: no. You're, you for Chris really, you're not, you're not a actually going to hurt Some, somebody. You're never going to hurt someone. But you uh, take it upon yourself sometimes to teach people that they should be tougher. Yeah. No. So here's the not thing. job. That's my opinion. Is it cool?
4: Can you tap to side control? Yes. Can you tap people to mount? Yeah. People do. You can tap to anything. Someone I know black out. It I depends saw, on your level but, of art. You I just do, saw a black belt. It does it to on your level to of heart. Pressure. Sure, yeah. no, that's different. But tapping to pressure is different. Because if I'm, on, I've had someone pop a sternum before, knee on belly, like that's real. How but do you know
3: that that's not that much
4: pressure? That's their tap point. If I'm on, if I'm mounted on someone who's 220, yeah. and I'm just floating,
1: yeah. and they get oh, frustrated, man, frustrated. I'm going to try not to talk now. I'm going to let no, you guys talk. I, I agree crazy. with Raylor. This don't is, about, it, you. is it's about you. you. This is not about them. They get frustrated,
4: and they don't want to be in mount anymore. They want to reset. Good. Do, you, do they tap and I'm like, all right, dude, sure, I need yes. all that work to sweep. You have to. You have to. How does that affect you at all? How does that do affect you at all? How does that you I do the first time, but then I tell them. You got to it. Why? Don't say a word. Because, because we're here.
1: Well, for a couple of No, reasons, you can say something. So. I think you, you need to respect the tap, but definitely say something. You yes. can say well you yeah. will. Also, what the the level are they? Oh, wipe them. Always wipe them. Well, so what the fuck? let
4: them You tell them. They can tap because they're scared. I mean, Yes. No, 100%. That's
3: argument for you not saying anything and just doing it you could potentially demoralize someone farther than they're willing to and that could have been the fifth fuck time that day and they may not come back because of you it doesn't bother me that much I bothered yeah. me a lot that doesn't bother me. i mean see what i'm saying in the end i think it's about you i think it's about a decision that you're making I, I, I feel like i pretty... empathize
2: with the other side because i feel like starting jujitsu I, I was on the line like. I was one of those like those guys that probably wasn't quite tough enough. But yeah, but it maybe, didn't know. It maybe had enough heart to stick around long enough to still started to be fun, but the, those, you know, you
1: can't tap to pressure moments. No, 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 so it's really hard to drive. I want to gas. I want to
4: Yeah, gassing too. So, no, no, for, if, no, if I, I gas, you would this best, is, this best is not tapping, you. this isn't me dropping pressure. This is someone getting in a position that they don't want to be in and they're trying to reset the role because they, they were beat by someone. Because their ego room. is Because their ego is the So you give them the opportunity. So you give them the first time. Do you think they, they, know. they give them the opportunity, you say, all right, next time I get to mount, here's what you do. Okay. You don't tap, you push on the hip or whatever, escape to, to Forget the Forget about
3: forward. tapping, you could say, here's an escape. But yeah. right, sure. bottom line is, if I were to do something like that, I may have done that maybe five or six times in my whole career of being jujitsu. I'm not that kind of person. But there are times, there's been times where people, even that go to the club now, where I'm like, hmm. the next thing that happens is literally gonna hurt me. Like this person's not taking care of me right now. Tap, out. That person is looking at me like, oh sure, you didn't let me finish, so I can't have my thing. And I'm like, yeah, don't care if you think I'm an asshole. Sorry, that's about you. It's not about me. I can tap, period. I gotta ask you one more. That's, that's my ask me as many as you want. I'll be here when all- When was the last time you and tell me the truth uh-huh. You honestly understood what it was like to be so out of shape that you were gassed at the end of the warm-ups. Uh,
4: I don't have an explicit response yeah, to that time. problem set, but I do have a do response you know? that will satisfy it. Do you, okay. So let me respond. Yeah. When I came back from my broken-ass thumb, and I was training for the first time with holding two racquetballs, Monday morning, Jay's my first roll. For whatever reason, he wanted to crush me that He's day. He's smart. He's probably trying to change the way you see so. <laughs> 6 <laughs> 6.25 a.m. I haven't trained in a long time. And Jay is... I mean, Jay could probably come at me 300% more than what he was doing. But he came at me, and it was hard. And I was gas, and
1: I think that's not a totally fair uh, analogy though, because you're where you're coming from is so different than somebody that would be at white belt. Yeah, yeah, the white belts coming in are white like. And, and also, you personally, like you,
4: Jay knows that you can take. Oh yeah, and I know, out. I know what side control is, and whether I can, not I, I can escape, and what to do, and.
3: How about this? I mean, you know how there's a lot of memes that we see, like, you know, the average man is 4,000 times less effective in a fight than they think they are, right? Every single person that comes, we've all been that person, but not all of us came from literally no combat training at all, or no endurance, or no, how many fucking football players, wrestlers, uh, you know, athletes, basketball, professional basketball players, we get people from the military, we get cops, all these people come in. A lot of people are just civilians. They've never done anything like this. They really do think it's easier than you think. Right. And the, the, the mental
1: shock. You're saying coming into it, they expect it to be easier? Oh, geez. They yeah. think, well, if I'm on side control, I mean, I can push my kid off, so I can push this guy. I definitely thought that coming. I'm like, I did not think it would be.
3: And so what I'm saying is if you stack all this stuff up out of shape, gas to shit, you are probably a successful. I mean, it's expensive. So you're probably a successful person outside here. You may have people that work for you. You're a father. Oh my God! Losing in front of your kid is so hard. It's devastating. Even if your kid's not there, you're like, Oh my God! I'm getting fucking killed. Yeah, but you know what yeah, that? What? You know what that brings up,
2: which is a cool conversation. Oh, I get good. to have. By way, if I'm using all myself, the time, so that's between. No, I'm not. I'm, like, I'm right. Like I use between because Andrea, I'll be like wrestling on a Thursday night, and it's Thursday night Thunderdome, and I look up and I'm getting thrashed,
1: and Andrea's is
2: looking
3: at me going like, Dad, what are you doing? I'm like. I'm losing right now, <laughs> come help me. You have such a great attitude well, I think, how are we supposed to expect that everybody that shows up I shows with, so that's why with the it. attitude or not? And I'm saying, yeah, I would 100% relate to the person who was saying, I'm gassed, my ego is fucking on fire, you're on top of me, just tap, 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 tap. I'm terrified, I'm scared, so I think I'm claustrophobic. You get, I think you get that once.
4: Lunch! Oh Jesus! No, because you're here. You're not here. Oh. You're not here. Why are you at Jiu Jitsu? Right? To presumably to get better at Jiu Jitsu. In jiu-jitsu. one day?
2: Nah. Yeah, sure.
4: If one day is all the day I don't think have, Chris is all hard motherfucker. Yeah, no, so I think there was this day. Guys, when you, if it's you, not you not decide long long to come to Port City, I will point out which one is
3: Chris. And then you'll know, and I'll say this: when you roll with Chris, like you're standing up, say I want to start standing, slap bump, make believe you're pulling, then just go tap! And I guarantee you, I'll come over and grab Chris and pull him off you just for you. No, so I I do not hurt people. I (laughs) I actually really love. I don't think you should be the choice. That's my point. So
4: you're doing them a disservice by not giving them the opportunity. I think it's a fine line, and I think it's case dependent. When was the last time you guys this happened? You guys. When I was new at 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 judo, new at judo. When the gym was open, you get a lot of the huge lifter dudes who would come in. It was dude. Dude, We have
3: no weak people coming in. The last couple of weak people that came into the club are gone. And you're going to argue that's, that's because
1: they're weak. Well, first of all, what do you mean by weak? Just well, I don't want to call them. people out, but, no, but they're no, no, people have, we all know that, that are. I'm not asking you to name people. I'm saying, do you mean in terms of their mental ability? Yeah, or they're or just not. Right. They're I'm not ready to. to deal
3: with the power all of, of ego crushing quite yet. you're that, not
1: talking about physical ability, all of so that, that is entirely relevant to the point. None of this
3: has to do with physical. Except for you can gas fast. I don't think anything is. I think the point of the thing is I would say. Really
2: Adds just like lifting weights maybe and I don't know shit about lifting weights, but you add a little resistance over time. Yeah. yeah you add sure. a little resistance right. over time, right? You never put and strong, somebody in a situation you, where they're helpless. Right? You break them a little bit and you add. You go back you know, yeah. yeah. add back. Right. You, like you're, you're never, never you're not putting through the floor every time.
4: Yeah, the only people the only thing
3: I'm disagreeing with you at all with, Chris, is the idea of two things. One, that you're doing this all on even one shot. You're not giving them six weeks, eight weeks. Number two that I really don't think it's our job. It's the coaches, that's that's George's job. That's Jay's job. I know, yeah, I teach. If it's Wednesday night and you're training, then here's my favorite. Look, you know, I actually teach for a fucking living. Here's what bad teachers, not you,
4: here's what bad teachers do. They don't tell the students what's up. They surprise them. So in my my, my frame of reference, being a bad teacher in that Framework right. is letting the dude tap because he's cast
3: out. Hold on. So I'm going to argue there's another possible outcome other than that binary, which is Different at the beginning of, of yep. class, you go, hey, everybody, this is going to be a tough class. In The goal of this class is to toughen everybody up as well as to learn new things. So if you're new, tonight's going to be tough. But if you have a problem with somebody, come and talk to me. Okay, now, sure. you can do whatever, if I were teaching, and you were there, and someone lines up with Chris, and you do this thing, and I go, I would, if I heard the person tapping, I would go, let them go, and, you would, and you'd let them go, just out of respect, because you weren't coaching. And then, I would hope they would talk to me, or I would try to talk to them, it's tricky, you can't just call people out, and say, so, what's up with the tapping from, from no pressure or whatever that, can I help you with this?
1: Here, come on over here, let's do this. I so think like, it depends on the circumstance. That I completely, kind of that's what a great teacher like, I But with no, so, so hands up, write it on the wall. Speaking for myself, I would probably learn better from what Chris is talking about. As long as he's yeah. not being a flagrant but asshole you're not going to be tapping
3: in that situation. You
1: well, never know. That's true. So the scenario hey, you just said, that
4: is 100% the scenario that I do. Great. Problem I'm is, not calling you out, Chris. The problem that is, way. in maybe I don't think we're that unique but maybe we're we were unique in that we get a lot of people who are super big power dudes right down the hallway D1 who wrestlers and, and they would want to crush you and they would come at you shot out of a cannon for 46 seconds
2: some people got to be teamed up and that and, person
4: and then you get I mean right? you, you
2: survive I mean I'm 160 pounds completely to a 220 235 two guy different situation 100% now I'm totally with you so listen on that note I believe in what we're doing right now. Oh, Jesus. building this community. Yeah. Fucking adversity. Making our adversity for ourselves. Right? More than adversity for other people. Maybe enough adversity for the other people to make them a little bit better. Yep. But I, really for ourselves. I, Riddler, tell me your final thoughts. Yeah, I said
3: something that probably isn't accurate, which is it's not that the club doesn't have New people who come in from weak backgrounds who aren't athletic and all that—it's that the club does have them, and we steer them towards Saturday, Sunday, we steer them towards the classes. That Wednesday the thing, morning class, Wednesday right. nights, from Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, yeah. It's noogie. It's kind of tough for new people sometimes, Why? but I think well, Friday nights is less. For new people. Uh, I like that. And so, what I guess I should have said was, we don't see that many of the sort of newer people end up becoming competition level. How about that? Because obviously we have plenty of new people and we don't lose them immediately and that's so, not fair. So listen, Riddler, I can tell you this and this is the
2: fucking last thought. Black Bell George is gonna pass out. Yeah. Riddler, <laughs> Riddler is a fucking good human being who comes at you from the right place and sometimes people get fucking upset out there listening. It's bullshit, he's not fucking calling you out. He's not fucking talking shit about. If anybody can be mad at me, whatever, I don't give a, a shit. A lot of people
3: think
1: a, I'm talking. talking
2: about he's not talking fucking talking shit about me. Riddler is not talking shit about you. Riddler is coming. I believe hundred percent that Riddler is coming from a space with a pure heart and he just wants to help people. So don't fucking let go of your shit towards the fucking Riddler if you have some. It's not. He's oh, not there's only to, like five. People. He's not trying oh, to piss you <laughs> off, dude. <laughs> Fuck! If you fucking are mad, be mad at me. Whatever. They can but be mad at me all day. We have a great have a community. This is full circle because me and Riddler started this shit in the hot tub one night, And now we're in mad. the fucking sweat lodge. I love all you guys. I, I love last Jiu Jitsu. The, the uh, sauna. And Riddler's the last one leaving the fucking sauna.